to take us to an old favorite. Um, I think you know where I'm going because I've changed the, you know, my voice a little bit. We're going to go on a Sydney spoken word corner this week. Um, shout out to the writer of these words I'm going to recite. <clears throat> Cute drums. They say I'm hopeless. Penny with a hole in it. They say I'm no less than up to my head in it. Ba, 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 ba. Thank you. That's not where I was expecting you to take it. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I thought you was going uh, B, A, <laughs> B, Y. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> you know, I got to keep it original. I already did, baby mama. Yeah. I think you've tried it like twice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got I to okay. you know, keep it original. Yeah. You're keeping us fresh. All right. Mm-hmm. And that certainly relates to this movie. So, yeah. uh, Sydney, everybody's dying mm-hmm. to know. What did we watch this week? This week, we tuned into I'm Fine, Thanks for Asking, released mm-hmm. in 2021, available to stream on BET+. It's written and directed by Kelly Callie and Angelique Molina, also starring Kelly Callie alongside Wesley Moss, Dominique Molina, Lucas Bird, Jacqueline Holmes, Julia Kennedy, and Dion Cole. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black indie movie. Why? Because we love them. Can't get enough of them. Mm. And not that y'all asked or whatever, but I'm fine. Thanks for asking. This week's 60-second challenge is sponsored by, you know who it is. (laughs) You, duh. Each and every week, Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. But before we get into that, any new listeners, after listening to this episode, just go ahead and drop us five stars and a comment on Apple Podcasts. And for everybody listening... Please retweet this week's episode announcement. We would greatly appreciate it. All right. Alexis, are you available? Ooh, are you? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> you working too much, Sydney. You working too much. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead and just Alexis. put some time on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> Alexis, are you ready to explain the plot of I'm fine? Thanks for asking in 60 seconds or less. Yes. Okay, let's go. All right, so we got our main character who is a mama. She got a daughter named Wes. And unfortunately, they are sleeping in a tent on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and the mama is getting Wes ready to take on the world and, you know, have a good attitude and, and, and try her best to deal with this. Um, they're, the, the daddy of the family has sadly passed away. And mm-hmm. that leaves the mama scraping and scrounging, trying to figure out how to, how to provide for little Wes. Yeah. Right? 
So she sets about this day trying to lock down her. Her ultimate goal is to lock down an apartment for her and West, but everything is standing in the way. Namely, mm-hmm. she ain't got no money. Um, so she's doing everything she can to try and get some. She braiding hair. She delivering food. She mm-hmm. is. She's pawning things. Um, off trying to trying to uh, get enough money for the apartment and while also dealing with the grief of losing her husband. So that's this movie. All right. You have four seconds left. You was cutting it close. Ding. Whoa. Wait a damn minute. When you stop giving me a countdown, you used to give me a countdown with your fingers. Sorry? You used to give me a countdown with your fingers. I was going to do it when it got to three. You know, three. You always say that shit. You always get, I was going to do it when it, you always say that. Three, two, one. You know, I'm a professional. So I got to do it like how, you. how they would do it on a set somewhere. You know, give you a three countdown, mm-hmm. not a five, because we grown. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So I live to host another day. Um, you do. You do. <laughs> now that we know what went on in the movie, let's hear our general thoughts on I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Before we get on with the review, we want to know what y'all watching. We have our whole list of black indies we're looking to check out, but we would love to know what's on your watch list uh, to keep our thumb on the pulse and to hear from y'all. So uh, for the listeners out there, you can always interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and our Gmail inbox. Uh, We do be reading the Gmails. (laughs) And for the filmmakers listening, uh, we would love to hear your feedback on our reviews and always looking to make new friends of the show uh, to have filmmakers on and hear you guys' perspective um, behind the stories that you tell in your movies. Let's get back to the show. So, Sydney, what mm. did you think of... I'm fine. Thanks for asking. This movie um, made me feel like how when I watched... What's that movie with Adam Sandler and he's gambling? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> I was holding my breath this entire movie, just hoping and waiting I could release that breath and that tension um, and, and see better days for our main character, Danny and her daughter, which I think is a testament to, I think, good writing in the story and also good acting. Um, but because I was drawn in, I was, I really wanted the best for these characters and I wanted to see him through. So I was very anxious watching it. I was very worried, but I think those are good emotions, you know, that I, that I can say that I had for, for this movie and that were relatable to the character also. So liked it overall um, and looking forward to talking about it some more. But what did you think of I'm fine? Thanks for asking. There were so many things I liked about this movie. Like I just loved the look and feel of it. Mm-hmm. I really loved um, like the like the the action of the movie, like the things that happened were very interesting. And I was really wanting to see how it turned out for the character. What was the protagonist's name again? Danny. Danny. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see how it turned out for Danny and Wes. Um, and I personally was sad. You know, I, I felt the loss of Sam. Like it was, it was very much, um, it was an emotional, like it was emotional. I did, however, I, I think the just the one drawback I had on the film that stopped me from really being fully all in, like I want it to be, because I really mm-hmm. want it to be, um, was I, I, I just, I guess I didn't feel particularly trying to find a not bitchy not snobby way to say it because as mm. we know here the new chitlin circuit is not a place for film snobs we don't yeah. do that that's not what we're about we yeah. like watching black indies mm-hmm. we told you because we love them mm-hmm. um but 
this movie felt like a combination of the movie we, re- we reviewed with Slim, uh, no, Slick Woods, Slick Goldie. Woods, yeah, Goldie. Mm-hmm. It felt like a combination of that and the movie we just reviewed with Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Outside Story. Yeah, that's in my notes too. It felt like yeah. a combination between those two. Well, outside Story, not um, Goldie. That's a good callback. Yeah. yeah. It felt like the the stakes of Goldie, her trying to, you know, scrounge up enough money and mm-hmm. take care of her little sisters and stuff like that and like, yeah. you know, fighting to and not having a home. Yeah. But the the issue that I had, I guess, was the the character motivation and like what really was the arc that Danny was on. And I'm fully willing to accept that maybe this is just a, you know, us just getting dropped into her day. Cause I felt like who she was at the, at the beginning of the movie wasn't really different from who she was at the end yeah. of the movie, despite having so many things happen. Um, there's right, a lot of right. activity in the movie and I, I was entertained, but I couldn't at the end of it, I was like, well, what was the, what was the journey? Like what right. was the point internally? I took it as, the latter. So us getting dropped into this terrible day that she's yeah. having, but her trying to salvage as much of it as she can for her yeah. final goal of this day, which was to secure this apartment for her and her daughter. That's what I took. Yes. Yeah. I guess with the title being thanks, like I'm fine. Thanks for asking. I thought mm-hmm. we were just going to get a buildup of her um, like, not opening up and not and like taking on the burden, which we did. We very much saw yeah. her just like literally some it's like, girl, you just got told no for this big thing. Like mm-hmm. and when someone asks her how she's doing, she's like, No, I'm fine, it's fine. Yeah. And I thought it was a buildup of that and the journey she was on was trying to manage her emotions. Like mm-hmm. and then eventually she would like let it out and be more open with people. But I didn't get that. I guess I yeah. thought, I guess I think the title, while it's really catchy, made me expect something that I don't think I had any business expecting. Because if the title yeah. were different, I think I, I wouldn't have had that expectation. That is interesting. Yeah. Cause I, I, I kind of took the title as, um, as upfront as it is. So this yeah. character throughout her day, people she bumps into, she hasn't seen in a while. Hey girl, how you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. But you know, internally mm-hmm. I'm having the worst day of my life. Keep going. I'm fine. Thanks for asking damn, this day got worse. Keep going. Yeah. And like on that same pattern for the entire movie. I, yeah. Let's come back around to the character journey and like mm-hmm. the true, like the internal motivations and internal changes that she, like the character Danny might've experienced. Let's come back around to that to the end. Yeah. Because as we talk about some of these scenes, I think my, I think you might be able to change my mind. Like I think if I talk about it and really unpack what I saw, I mm-hmm. might, I might just, cause the fact that I had trouble articulating that and you know, I, I, I'm always got words. So yeah. maybe it's as, maybe that's a sign that it doesn't hold up to much mm-hmm. like scrutiny. So let's get into it. Let's have some fun. I'm sorry to put my bitch hat on so early. We're, I took it off. I threw it across the room. We're yeah, done. I'm let's like, have fun. Throw, throw, it, throw it a key. Like let's, this is not what we're <laughs> on today. You know? Ooh. <laughs> I can see you didn't expect it to go that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's just walk through some of these scenes and let's get into I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene of the movie. Other people do it other ways, but like me personally, I know the way it's supposed to be done. So <laughs> what guys say in the beginning. Mm. He was preaching. <laughs> in the beginning. In the beginning. 
Yeah. So we wake up in the tent um, that Danny and Wes are calling home for the time being. Mm-hmm. And Danny is telling Wes that they camping. Clearly they're not. Um, yeah. And frankly, to me, it's implied that Wes is going on with this shit because Danny is saying that she looks way too old to believe that. Yeah. Um, and she I don't got, think she does yeah. believe that. I, Wes is at least, what, eight or nine? So she she understands. Because if Lil Jaden Smith understood yep. his situation in the pursuit of happiness, Wes for sure understood, okay, yep. I'm going to just act like we camping or whatever. I'm going to play along with her game. You know, Lil Jaden Smith, yep. I'm going to sleep in this bathroom tonight. Okay, I guess whatever. But yep. we, come on, mom. I'm not trying to be camping, quote unquote, for much longer. <laughs> yeah. So the, the most important like piece of story building, like piece of information we get in the tent uh, in the opening scenes is that Danny carries around the wedding band um, of her late husband on, mm-hmm. on the chain, and she tells Wes, you know, if you like kiss the ring and make a wish, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, the wish comes true because your dad's an angel and stuff. Yeah, like that. you know, stuff you tell kids to deal with loss. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice. It was, yeah. it was touching. It was it, they they put the emotion up front, which I was not expecting. So I was like, dang. Yeah. I know it's going to be feeling already. Like, you know, you just kind of wait to see some B-roll in the front of a movie or, you know, maybe a little jokey joke. But I was yeah, emotional no uh, yeah. the first <laughs> three minutes of this movie. Right into it. Yeah. So they set out on their day. They late, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they set out on their day. And my note here, this is the first movie that we have watched where the characters yeah. have on masks. What did you yeah. think of that? Yeah, I this thought is, that was so fresh. I did too. This is our first like COVID set time movie yeah. we reviewed. I mean, which is of the times it was released this year. So it was mm-hmm. probably filmed sometime last year, you know, whatever. So it made sense, but I also like that it didn't like COVID being a, a clearly a part of the plot didn't take away from the main story or Danny's journey. Yeah. It's just, okay, they got their mask on. Clearly, they're still living through a pandemic like we are. They're not in some yeah. different movie universe, but it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't distracting. It's like, okay, cool. Got it. We're in present day. That's exactly what I said. It wasn't distracting. And then the yeah. note that I had to add uh, in the next scenes, um, when she braids this girl Nyla's hair and Nyla's shorts for the money, um, yeah. then Danny takes her mask off and it's like, girl, <laughs> where's my <laughs> yeah. money? So the note that I had originally about the mask was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's not in the way. It makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't take away. But in that moment and in a few more moments in the movie, the mask actually adds to yeah. the like emotion of the character because she ripped mm-hmm. that mask off. <laughs> like, Stop uh, playing. No, like, look at my face. I'm dead serious with you. Right, right. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. What was said? You lost the money. How? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And let's also not glaze by the intro credits. Um, after Danny drops off Wes, she's skating through the city and we're beautiful. getting such like beautiful scene, yeah. like the colors in this movie and just so nice. Yeah. It looked like um God, uh what's that video game? No, not even a video game. God, what it it I, it was very pink and yellow and orange. It just it looked like a pack of Starbursts, kind of. But it was it was like beautiful. I don't know. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about Candy Crush? <laughs> no, not Candy Crush. Oh, I'm thinking of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh yeah, because you start the game. Hear this shit again yeah. <laughs> like yeah. in the alley. Yeah, <laughs> it did look like those alleys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I, I love uh, that that opening that opening super wide like drone shot yeah. of her skating through the street like on the highway and on the streets. Said, "Damn, that's good. Y'all captured that. Mm-hmm. Y'all got, whoever was the so cinematographer fun. was, yeah, great eye. Yeah, and yeah. I appreciated the like because it it provided a lot of contrast. Um, mm-hmm. It's like the this this environment is so fun and yellows and pinks. Yeah, but the situation is. Like Dire. these types of stories, when they get told, typically is like in some grungy. Everything's grungy, and like mm-hmm. it's got the shithole filter on it. And yeah, like, pursuit you know. of happiness. Every nothing in that movie yeah. was sunny for real, Mm-mm. except when he was with them white people at that football game. Um, yep. It was dark. It was rainy. It cloudy the entire movie up until he passed that finance exam, and we said, "Thank mm-hmm. God." Yeah. Yep. So. We get her, and this is actually Nyla shorten her on the money is actually the start to like this day snowballing. Mm-hmm. So the reason why she really needed that money is because she was she had been saving up to put down the deposit on an apartment. Now, yeah. I think this that that being the goal of the character kind of mm-hmm. threw me off a little bit because what apartment? I just knowing the, how it is now, trying to get an apartment. Yeah. What apartment would let you like if you can't? give them the deposit then they're like okay clearly you don't have the income to pay the rent right like you know like she didn't have steady enough income to pay rent so i don't know that was my biggest question i couldn't help but think about that yeah yeah, that was my biggest question at the end of the movie okay i'm glad it seemed like it worked out today at the end of this day but like how you gonna pay the rent the top of next month because it's all i could think about yeah you couldn't scramble up two hundred dollars in one day so yeah. it's like, what's going to happen the next go around? But then I thought maybe this movie's also kind of like um, a day in a life story, but also just showing what how easy it is for someone to like fall into poverty and just how that's yeah. just like, it's, it's a lot like people just think, I don't, you know, I don't know how, you know, someone's life got this way. They, you know, they had it so good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But one tragic thing happens in somebody's life. And it's like, how do I pick up the pieces now? And figure it out and keep going. And I thought this movie did a great job of like um, human, not like put, putting some human like characters behind that. And like this yeah. easily, this happens to so many people every day. And during a pandemic, it happened to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I appreciated the movie for that. And it also really showed the just insidious nature of poverty. Like if you short, yeah. like if you, there's a difference between don't got money and poverty. Like if you don't got money, you might know somebody who do got money. But right. when you're in poverty, everybody, you can't even get, she asked a friend who, who wouldn't, didn't really turn out to be much of a friend, but asked somebody for money for the $200 mm-hmm. and the best he had was 70. Yeah. Like that's just, the, it's, it's, it feels like a, a pit mm-hmm. and, and that's all I could think about. It's like, yes, yeah, she, at the end of the movie, she does secure the apartment, but like she's damned to a life of just constantly trying to make in scrounge up something each month yeah this day is not unique for danny like this is how shit goes yeah 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 so she gets you know she's 200 dollars short on the apartment and she is late to her next braiding appointment Mm -hmm. which i didn't understand i guess you know skating it was a hot ass day everybody was (laughs) uh glistening with sweat (laughs) yeah and she had, so, I mean, she skated everywhere this day. I was like, damn, I wish Hunger had a bike or something. Cause something. that's, you using all yeah. your core up that day. She, I, oh my God. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, or something. So she's late to that, and the girl is like, she's not, she's not having it. She's not having it. So which is also like income. to that character who just like walked away. What a bitch! Because if you wanted to get your hair braided, you gonna wait for if the braider is late or whatever. You gonna wait to get your hair braided. Ain't nobody just. Gonna... It seemed like she didn't want her hair braided anyway. Yeah, it seemed like, like um, Danny like kind of forced disappointment on her. Mm. But still, you know. he done already damn waited. She here now. So like, what you got? You was gonna be getting your hair braided for a few hours anyway. What's ten minutes? True. True. I mean, Danny must have. Danny had to be really late. Like, if Danny must was an been. hour late. And yeah. she was just planning to do like no feed ins, just two straight goddess braids. She could do that an hour. But if she was an hour late, then no That's go. That's my braid time. Yeah. yeah. And I think I didn't actually have too much of a problem with the client who drove off on Danny because, <laughs> like, from the outside looking in, like, Danny's problems are largely circumstance. Like, it's, it's largely like, damn, like, like you said, anything can happen and you could get knocked off. Mm-hmm. But the her biggest flaw as a as a person, like as a character, yeah. she just she did not use any. She never sought out resources to actually help her, like yeah, do true. the thing. At least in this span, like yeah. telling somebody, like losing your husband. There's just always, you know, there's plenty of people, even down at the church house, mm-hmm. plenty of people who would rally together to to help, and. Yeah. Yeah, like I just, <laughs> I it felt like her stubbornness was uh, and her pridefulness piece too. Of her yeah, because everyone yeah. she had bumped into who uh, knew her husband and was clearly friends or friendly with her husband all asked the same thing: "How are you and Wes? Do you need any help? How can I help you guys?" You know, they would they would give you know ask her like twice, just give her a yep. chance. And each time she, oh, like the movie, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. She's like, okay, but Danny, you got an eight year old to think about too. It's like. Sometimes like, what you the gotta fuck? put pride aside. Like you want to keep sleeping in the tent with your baby for another night. Like yeah, yeah. I I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. So from the outside looking in, she never tells anybody that there's a problem. So she just looks like a consistently unreliable person, mm-hmm. like constantly yeah. showing up late and being flustered all the damn time. When really, what yeah. it is is that she's got real big problems. Problems. You big know problems. that she cannot yeah. solve on her own. Yeah. So at that point, she starts doing Postmates. Um, well, Post Pals. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to put a note there. I just small detail, but great on-screen graphics for just like phone text messages. Yep. Seeing her download yep. the Post Pals app, um, seeing like phone calls and stuff come in. Little small detail. Sometimes people kind of overlook it, but I thought it was done well. So that's a good note, friend. Yeah. I, I agree. It was very seamless. Um, yeah, get it seamless. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> delivery uh she starts doing that she runs into this like you know the day just gets more annoying this white lady gives her one star because she didn't have her damn wontons right and the damn driver don't forget the food they just take whatever <laughs> it's the bag restaurant they... right yeah it ain't got nothing to do with the delivery person anyway <laughs> yeah hate people like that i do too um and she runs into an old friend out on a delivery as well mm-hmm. um a, a guy named jacob who yeah. was Sam's friend, like Sam's best friend. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly concerned uh, because she rolled up on Jacob on her little roller skates, delivering a cheeseburger and a drink. And he goes, well, Danny? Girl, what's good? Not not you out here on the Post Pals. Something is up. Because clearly he 
remembers Danny and her late husband Sam's previous life or whatever, and this was not a career path he could have seen her in, and he is worried uh, about mm-hmm. her financial safety, her act, you know, just physical safety, and yeah. of course, Danny and her thing. You know, I'm just you know picking up some some hours, you know, doing this on the side, yada yada yada. But I'm fine. Thanks for asking, girl. And- <laughs> I, like his concern was so palpable because like the scariest and most concerning thing you can do uh, in front of somebody outside of a major city is not mm-hmm. be in a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're either in a building, in a parking lot or in a car. <laughs> yep. That's true. <laughs> like what are you doing? And she on skates <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the day. <laughs> not, yeah. not for exercise, high right? High noon, not for exercise, <laughs> not for no cute Instagram pictures, not for mm-hmm. a hobby. This is her only mode of transportation other than walking these yeah. skates. And at this point of the day, I was like, but fuck, she only even got a bus pass. Right. <laughs> I'm like, damn, damn. Our sis is down horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, this is like time number two or three where yeah. we're like barely halfway through the movie where she has. Uh, somebody genuinely showed concern for her, and she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's fine, everything." Yeah, fine. this number three, because number one, which we bypassed, she dop- uh, drops her daughter Wes off, I guess, at a friend's house, uh, so she can do her virtual schooling uh, over mm-hmm. there while she's out trying to, you know, braid hair, get her money for this apartment at the end of the day. And Wes lets it, you know, slip that, "Oh yeah, cause I'm tired of sleeping outside." And you know, Danny's like, huh, <laughs> "She's such a kidder. We don't sleep outside." And Wes is like, "Yes, we do. We sleep outside every day." And so, right, her friend is like, okay, kids, let's go in the house. Danny, are you okay? Sleep outside. I'm fine, but thanks for asking. (laughs) Frankly, frankly, Mm -hmm. somebody should have stepped in. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a different plot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so she goes away from him, runs into a friend at the laundromat after she spills a milkshake on her sh- milkshake on her shirt. She's got to, you know, pop it into a load in the laundromat. Mm-hmm. Runs into her friend Brooklyn, who seems like a really fun girl. Yeah, <laughs> she was fun. <laughs> um, and they go ahead and smoke a little joint, you know, at, mm-hmm. out, out back of the laundromat because while she's waiting on the clothes. Now, here's the the one thing that I was like, this this I kind of noticed that. The audio of the movie wasn't really, not the audio, but the sound, uh-huh. the sound design in the movie wasn't really being used to nail things down. And I think that could have been a style choice and I'm, I'm fine with it, but I noticed yeah. it. Typically, I don't hmm. notice that. Like the movie didn't have a very rich sound design. It was pretty like, like toned down. Like you didn't get a lot yeah. of. Like their audio like, wasn't popping for you. Is that what you mean? No, the audio was popping in terms of like the boom, like picking up the voices, but the like sound design of like putting little background noises in the background or like mm. even adding. So here's where I noticed it is because they got high and clearly Danny was high as hell. Yeah, very. <laughs> but I wasn't there with her because the sound and also like the potential video effects, the visual effects they could have did to nail that down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of wanted to feel high with her because, like, this is when this is the first time mm. she's like, "Yeah, I'm not good." Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like this is not going good. But Brooklyn ass is too high to even, to even register with the hell. Right, what about. the hell talking about? So, oh, girl, what you talking? You just said you was fine. Stop playing. That's all Brooklyn mm-hmm. concerned about. She's trying to enjoy her high before it's all over. She's not the friend you confide in. Um, yeah, no, she's 
good time, not for uh, <laughs> serious matters. Yeah. Now, am I remembering this correctly? Did Danny tell Brooklyn about the tent, or did she just tell her that shit's been? She hard? did. She said, "Yeah, me and she Wes did. have been sleeping on this." Brooklyn was the first person that Danny told about the tent. Uh, that mm-hmm. yeah, she said, "Me and Wes have been sleeping on the side of a road in a tent." Brooklyn, key key key, ha ha ha. Thought she was joking, and then Danny's like, "No, but for real, we're sleeping in a tent." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. that doesn't go well because Brooklyn is, is she high and she don't. She's just not the type of friend you tell, which yeah. is disheartening. From this point, I can understand why Danny would then be like, "See, this one don't tell nobody shit." Exactly. Yeah, and my I'm still like waiting, bated breath for something to go good for her. I'm just like, "Well, damn." She confided Anytime. in somebody finally, and there was like no care. There's like, oh my God, girl, don't do that. Come stay with me. Or, oh my God, girl, what the hell? Like, let's pack up your shit. I got, we can go somewhere else. Like, something. It was none of that. It's like, okay. No. We still on this mission. She got to get $200 somehow, some way before the day yeah. is over to get this apartment. Yeah. So she ends up, you know, at this point, she has decided to not pawn. Uh, the ring, Sam's ring, but she did mm-hmm. pawn some other piece of jewelry she had um, just for a small amount of money. Yep. And Brooklyn is saying to her, like, girl, pawn the ring. Like, yeah, like you'll easily. get 300 for the ring, pawn the ring. Yeah. Um, but it's sentimental. She didn't want to, she's, it's a family heirloom. Right, right. And Which makes sense. From there, she goes over to Jacobs, uh, the guy she ran into on the delivery, and they're having some beers, they're catching up. Yeah. And Jacob does what niggas do. He does what men Took do. advantage of her vulnerability, of her being in this very, very just like down bad place in her life and tries to push up on her mm-hmm. after offering the definition her of place vulnerable. to live. Literally. Literally. Definition of vulnerable. Out in the open, in the cold, exposed. Yeah. Um, well, in the hot. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's hot as hell. Yeah. Uh yeah, and so clearly she opens up to him and said, in a really weird way. She's like, they're playing like two truths and a lie. And a lie. She was yeah, like, that was I was like, girl, I don't know why you did it that way. That's weird. Yeah, but yeah. then he tries to push up and he's like, you know, I was having. Oh, what you think like Danny's zodiac sign is? I might explain why she's so hesitant. Ooh, I think this is our first time even asking that. On yeah. the, wow, we're so for the girls and gays. Um. I think if I had to guess Miss Danny's sign, she bullheaded mm-hmm. as a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but she's also determined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would say either a Leo mm. or I could see her being like a um what's the one that's literally the bull? Is a that Taurus? I was gonna that, say a Taurus. That's the Taurus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see her Taurus being one or the other. Or an Aquarius. Being yeah. in Aquarius, I just know. It's, all right, stay on my business. I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Thanks for asking. Literally, I Yeah, I'm low. a cancer. Somebody asked me that two times. Like, you got me. <laughs> I'm having a hard time right I'm now. A- I got to be honest with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't going very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I do think that she probably is a Taurus, like yeah. the character Danny. <laughs> oh, we'll do a Twitter poll. Okay, when this review yeah. comes out that same week, everyone listening, head to yes. our uh, our Twitter feed at TNCC Pod. I'm gonna put a poll out. Um, what do you think, Danny's yeah, let's do it on is? the IG story. It's better on IG. Find it easier to yeah. find on IG. Yeah, I'll do it on that. Mm-hmm. So scratch that on Instagram uh, at New Chitlin Circuit. So. 
check look out for that uh when this drops yeah because mm-hmm. I want to know, I, my my bet is on Taurus. I could yeah. I could see a Leo too, because Leos think that ooh, they just think that That's they just know. But like, every damn thing. Danny didn't have no like real like ego issues. It seemed like she didn't seem like you know because Leos are very like you know they got to be the biggest person in the room. You know, That's true. She didn't give me that. You're right about that. Yeah. Well, so after that, you know, clearly, and this is the guy she asked for the money from. Mm-hmm. And clearly he ain't got it. And also she don't want it if he did have it. Um, right. So this is where we find out, you know, we get to a point in the movie. Like this is like the midpoint of the movie. It turns over and she lost the ring. This ring that she yeah. decided, this is the one thing I'll protect. This is my most, most valuable possession. She lost it. And mm-hmm. she goes on this wild goose chase on this hunt. We, we see a montage of her skating around the city. I know she's tired. I can't Hell imagine her, yeah. how her quads feel. I was tired looking at the girl. I, I had to yeah. lay down. I said, oh my God, girl, my, my calves are starting to hurt watching you skate around this city for this entire yeah. movie. That was a lot. And so she, I can't remember if she goes back to the tent before or after she finds the ring. Because Brooklyn finds it for her. Before she gets the ring back. So she gets a call from Brooklyn. She heads back to the tent. And then we see some... A tent burglar. Burglar, yes. I was going to call him a deviant. Um, But uh, You got to be a a terrible type of bad. Yeah. Um, He is in there (laughs) robbing her and all of her and Wes's stuff. And they get into a tussle, like a real tussle. Now, this Mm -hmm. scene was a little like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, now, girl. Like, you really going to fight this white man? Two notes. One note. Shout out to the actress. Kelly. Callie. Kelly. Kelly uh, Callie. Oh, Kelly Callie. Mm-hmm. For doing all her stunts. Shout yeah. out to you. Because she, she's a motherfucking skater. Like, she yeah. she can <laughs> she can skate. Um, she did all of that. And she also... Oh, when she was skating... Um, this is... This is me being funny. But when she was skating, she had a dream in the laundromat. She was skating down the street and then she fell into a puddle (laughs) and the puddle turned into a pool. And all I could think about was, I levitated. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think about was (laughs) plug my menses with the pages from the holy book. (laughs) That's all I could think about. (laughs) Beyonce. But that was a good scene. uh, It was a good scene. Yeah. That was... (laughs) I too felt like I was drowning watching that scene. This was, the char- the character had me. I felt every emotion. I feel like Danny was feeling this yeah. movie because I said, "Oh damn, girl, we just can't catch a break. This is the worst day <laughs> we, ever." Like you was there with <laughs> like her. I was in there. <laughs> we can't. But catch that's a break. incredible. That's good. Yeah. Now the second thing, the stunt is the first thing, and the second thing about this fight with the tent burglar is this is where I was. I thought I was close to getting. Like something else. I was like, oh, okay. If I mm-hmm. was watching her get slowly pushed to the edge, and then yeah. now I and now she's about to like full rage, like yeah. bloody this man's face. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh yeah, I would. It's well, like just like watching uncut gems. I was looking for the relief. Like when can yeah. I exhale? Because <sighs> I've been holding my breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that didn't happen. Then they had a Mm-mm. tussle. It wasn't very climactic. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he stole her stuff. And yeah. like she stabbed him and he's he still stole he her still stuff. Still stole her stuff, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then she goes back, she picks up when she oh, runs into Dion Cole. <laughs> yeah. Well, she runs into Dion after she picks up her ring. The funny part about this ring scene, uh, the character who plays Brooklyn, BK Marie, she had a lot of funny one liners. And yeah. she asked Danny, Damn girl, you got in a fight with an ice skater? 
Because <laughs> Danny the roller skate. Danny's like, what? Oh, I thought y'all would have beef because you know they skate on ice. You skate on. Oh, never mind. Here's the ring. I thought so too. <laughs> that was funny. Was, that was funny as hell. That was good. Yeah, um, and then so yeah. she picks up the rings and then runs into Dion Cole, who who is a producer for the movie. Yes, um, but I don't quite know. So um, he is Chad, Brooklyn's boyfriend, who's supposed to be moving her to Calabasas. He um, sounds like a, a porn director. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he's probably lying to Brooklyn because he's saying mm. the exact same things that he's currently doing for Brooklyn to Danny. Like, hey, girl, I can do, you know, I get you a place. We can move to Calabasas. I got a house. Yada, yada, yada. And she goes, Chad? He does hear, yeah. obviously. He's, you know, still trying to like spit game. Or like, All right. Don't want to hear it. Yada, yada, yada. But. I think Dion yeah. Cole's because he's the exec producer. He his sole purpose was just to provide a little com- like comedic relief through this very yeah. um, anxiety filled movie. Yeah, he was kind of like um, Stan Lee <laughs> in a Marvel yeah. movie. Just yeah, exactly, up. literally. Uh, and it was a nice little time to chuckle. And that's how, exactly how niggas be when they roll up on you in their car to try and holler at you. They just be sitting there talking to themselves. They pick one thing on you to focus literally, on. Like, literally, like oh, you be skating them skates. <laughs> You mean? Right. Hey, you pink shorts. Your favorite color, yeah. pink? I love pink. You like Hello Kitty? Where you get them shorts from? I like that. <laughs> oh, okay. You ain't going to talk. You ain't going to speak. You can't talk. Why you got a man? That's exactly how it is. You can't have no friends. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, go away. <laughs> so then she picks up Wes, goes to the, the pawn shop in the back of the barbershop, which I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sells the ring and gets the apartment. Here's where I yeah. am coming back to what we said earlier. Mm-hmm. My note here is okay. She gets okay. She got the apartment, but mm-hmm. what's the what? What was the journey like? She's still in poverty. There's no yeah. In pursuit of happiness, there's like some hope. Like yeah, there is a hope. He's got a new job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and her worldview hasn't changed. Like I don't. There's no change in her perspective. Yeah, and most yeah. importantly to me, she didn't learn how to open up and accept help. She didn't her her trust network is no well, larger than it granted, was. Granted, she did try to open up and accept help and then she was taken advantage of. Well, so. I put it like this. If we was watching a movie about like a fighter and mm-hmm. they lose the first fight and they want to get better, their journey is to get better as a fighter. They, yeah, yeah. Of course, the first plot point is that they lose the first fight. They come right. back again, lose but the second fight. But that's a different, fight. I feel like that's kind of apples and oranges. That's a different journey. Because so? in a movie in a movie like that, we'd be we'd be seeing them over so many you know days and weeks at a time after this lost fight, training up yeah. to get better and their perspective changes over those training weeks for the, for, you know, for the next upcoming fight where they possibly win because their mindset changes. But I think- yeah. Like we mentioned at the beginning, this was just a drop in her day. It was very shitty. It sucked. She somehow, luckily, was able to secure this apartment still. And tomorrow, she going to try and live through another shitty day, make some money to keep this apartment. It was just like, that's that's it. You know what would have sealed it up for me? Because if the moral mm. of the story, because at the end, I was like, okay, so it's not those things that I just named. That, those yeah. weren't the journey. If yeah. I was like, okay, maybe the journey is let go of symbolic things of the past to go forward about the ring, like some maybe, the ring. yeah. But maybe. like, I don't, I don't think that's just me speculating. Yeah, but yeah. like, maybe if the point is this is you know a slice of life from this like impoverished woman, like just just downtrodden woman. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the most important things is just to find, to stop on the road, you know, and find a little piece of pleasure in this hellish uh, life of poverty. Because in the end, they do get the fan that right. Wes had been wishing for. Yeah. And that's that little piece of like, mm-hmm. you know, just a like, little uh, W. If, yeah. If that's the point, though, then they would have had needed to nail that in. Like last last week, the movie we watched, you know, the, the theme, the parable was about working hard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like it became around because one of the characters like gave like told another character that and right. it, like that would that it nailed down because it came up. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any. She was just kind of rushed between all these activities that were very entertaining to watch. Yeah. But I just didn't I, I didn't really connect with a, a true journey for her internally or like what it all meant. But you know, yeah. some filmmakers, that's their whole thing is to not make a movie that has a what it all means and like is a exactly cognitive yeah. playground for overthinkers like me to roll around in. Sometimes it's just watch the fucking movie and shut up, Lex. Yeah, I think it's the latter. <laughs> 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 Thank you, friend. Yeah, yeah. If okay, you don't I'm, got said, friends, I said I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go through your thought process. I see where it's going, but I think she's gonna turn it around and just shut up. So I'm gonna just wait for you to get to that conclusion. <laughs> let her get there. Yeah, let okay. her get there. I arrived there, and yeah. frankly, it doesn't matter too much because, like I said, I did enjoy. I did enjoy watching the movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. well. <laughs> Sydney, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who came to act? For uh, this week's Who Came to Act Award, and uh, for any new listeners this week, uh, we nominate someone every single week for the Who Came to Act Award, which is that actor actor or actress who left it all on the screen, as I like to say. Um, they gave that this performance their all, and it moved me the most because I nominate people every week. Um, so for this week's nominee, I uh, would like to put up Miss Kelly Kelly, uh, who played Danny, which I feel like was pretty obvious. We spent all of the movie with her, um, but yeah. I still do think she did a great job. Um, like you said, she did all her stunts. Um, I felt like I was on this journey with her the entire movie. I feel like me and Danny was going through the same emotions for these 90 minutes until I could breathe at the very end with the fan. So, um, so shout out to you. Miss Callie. And also she's a co-director and co-writer of this film too. Uh So. Yeah. And that's high marks, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because she's not in the studio with us today. I'll accept that on her behalf because it's a very well earned nomination. She really uh, did come to act in this movie and I enjoy watching it. So, and shout out to her for, you know, um, writing, co-directing, right? Mm -hmm. Co-directing. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's right. And skating the whole time. And you skating directed and you skating. Shit. Please. That's talent. <laughs> <laughs> that's talent. I can't even skate backwards. I'm really like, so. I can't this skate is... forward, Sydney. Oh, uh, dang. <laughs> Don't sound so disappointed. <laughs> oh, I was, you shouldn't have said that on, on the air. You should have kept that to when we the mics was cold. Dang. You know I can't skate, man. I didn't know you couldn't skate for real. No, I can't. I, it's just little baby steps. It's not I, like I'm a, I'm still a fall risk. Wow. Mm, you can trip. Fumble at the most. But don't But don't fall. fall. Damn. All right. Before we start quoting all of ATL. 
<laughs> you know, shout out to the team behind this. I really enjoyed that. I would love to see more from Miss Kelly Callie. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it was good all around. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, y'all. That's how we got for you today. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.